Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, I think... I think anybody would say if you don't get the results consistently, it's it's a lot frustrating. So, you know, there are times I I feel like I'm 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 doing my job better than the than the box score dictates. So it, that's that's really what I chalk it up to. Is I mean, can't really pinpoint one or two things. It's just uh, it's just a, a couple bad luck plays. Uh, ball hits the bag, multiple starts. I mean, it's just, I haven't seen that ever. So there's a lot of things I haven't seen in this game and, uh, you know, until this year, but I'm sure we'll, we'll see some more things. Hopefully it's in the uh, good luck category of, of our team. And, and, um, and hopefully I can get on this, on this, uh, on this train as well. This afternoon at Wrigley Field, 120 first pitch, Alec Mills, Carlos Hernandez finale of the series between the Cubs and the Royals. We got the broadcast right here on the score. We're uh, about 43 minutes away from Zach Zaidman's pregame show, but you just heard from Dallas Keuchel, who is one of the starters for the White Sox, and it has been, well, I mean, just a, a, a subpar season for him, and He's mentioned, and we have talked about already, the struggles against left-handers this season, and usually that's a thing that he he does better against. But lefties are hitting 283 with a 336 OBP and a 451 slugging percentage. All of those numbers in the slash are better, or well, you know, from the hitter's perspective, are higher than those numbers against right-handers. And usually you're going to get better results from him in that way. And yesterday, yeah, ball hits a base, inning should have been over, and it's just bad luck. But he didn't come back from that and get out of the inning. And there's a lot of frustration there. And that's one of the things I think that I'm probably the most concerned about with him is that when frustration, like you're not getting the results, right? You're having the bad luck on the field or just the bad performance in general, 
and then to compound the problem, you're frustrated with it. And when you're frustrated with it, you tend to do a little bit worse even. So if there's a concern for me with him, aside from the obvious, is that the problem continues to get worse over the next several weeks. But here's the good news if you're the White Sox. The good news is you got options. You have options. You have a good rotation otherwise. And if you really want to, you can go with Reynaldo Lopez if you feel like you have to have another starter. You can go with Lopez instead of Keuchel, but you're probably not going to have to make that decision because Dylan Cease is probably going to be that guy. And that is if the season came to an end today, that's the likelihood of what would happen in the playoffs when they finally get there. Uh, so I, I, I'm I not all that worried about Keuchel. I, I think they are in a good position because they have pitchers who can replace him. Now it's just a matter of staying healthy the rest of the way so they can make that decision at the end and still feel pretty confident uh, about it. But, but, you know, he's a guy who lives off getting the ground ball. And sometimes when he does that in the defense, as we talked about the defense a couple of segments ago, has not been particularly strong this year when compared to the rest of the... It's average in the American League. It's average in baseball. But when compared to the playoff teams that we're looking at, it's near the bottom. So defensively, the Sox are going to have to get better, especially if they have a ground ball pitcher on the mound. If he does, in fact, end up in the playoff rotation, they're going to have to make the outs behind him because there's going to be contact. So they cannot afford to give away outs. They cannot afford to give the other team extra opportunities. Can't happen. Cannot happen. And all the discussion we've had about today, the record against good teams and how it's under 500 and we should be worried about that, that's not the thing that we should be worried about. Defense, Steve Stone brought this up earlier on the show, that's the kind of thing you need to be concerned with. If anything is going to hurt their chances in a short playoff series, when every little moment matters, that's the kind of thing that will end up making a difference. And we, I, I've had a pretty good back and forth on the text line today, and you're welcome to uh, visit the show via the text line. And by the way, we are broadcasting live from the SCORE Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. But uh, a good back and forth today in regard to that record that the White Sox have against the bad teams or the good teams, and they've made their money this year just beating up on the crappy teams. That's okay. It just it isn't predictive of what's going to happen in the playoffs. Nothing that has happened in a regular season is predictive of what's going to happen in a short series because there are too many variables, too many little things happen, too many uh, bounces matter. Over the course of a long season, all of those things might play out and might matter. Over the course of a month or a week or a series, it's not gonna it's not gonna matter all that much. But the thing that could tank them could be defense, could be defensive issues. 
which is a thing they are absolutely going to have to get cleaned up before the playoffs start. 312-644-6767 if you want to visit with us. And a lot of texters, a lot of reaction from the Chris Bryant uh, comments that he made about being with the Giants and being comfortable and liking that it's a put-your-head-down-and-play and organization, which seems to be a uh, a direct insult or a criticism of former teammates. And he used the word flashy. He said these guys aren't flashy, and he used that word twice, which indicates he thinks his old teammates were, and he didn't like that very much. And a lot of texters have pretty much, I think, filled the gaps the rest of us have filled that he's talking about players like Baez and Contreras. I think that's unfortunate. I I really wish he hadn't said those things about those guys. That's... That's too bad. For me, that is way too bad. Texter uh, from a 312 says, bad defense is part of the reason why they can't beat good teams. It's just not one thing. Uh, no. It, it's I, I, But again, I don't think it matters when the postseason starts. It, the, the sample is too small. Because a team has done something or a pitcher has done a particular thing does not mean that's what he's going to do in a regular season start. All I have to, or in a playoff start, all I have to do is point to Clayton Kershaw, who is notorious for dominating regular season, and then he has one lousy start in the postseason and it tanks the Dodgers. That is, that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about. That regular season, just it, it isn't predictive. The sample is too small when the playoffs start. Sample's too small. If the championship, the World Series, were decided on what your record is against good teams over the course of 162 and you had to play 162 games against only good teams, then okay, you have an argument. But you don't have an argument when we're talking about a short series, a best of five, and then a best of seven and then maybe another best of seven with days off built in in between. It's just, it's not the same environment. So scrap it all. Doesn't matter when we get there. This will be an interesting playoff. And I'm really interested in what's going to happen in the National League. Talked about that wild card race earlier. The Padres last night, they won their game on a walk-off wild pitch. That's one heck of a way to win a ball game. It's a horrible way to lose a ball game. Um, but they won a game on a walk-off wild pitch. Ryan Spader, it, he's a good follow on Twitter. If you haven't uh, followed him already and you like baseball, he's really good with uh, numbers uh, at the ace of Spader. He's been a guest on the score at least a few times. I know I've had him on in the past. But last night, he points out, was the ninth walk-off wild pitch of the season. Nine of them last night. It is the most since 1977. There were nine walk-off wild pitches in 1977. The Padres have one of them. 
The White Sox have, well, actually, no, the Padres have two of those this year. So they had last night, and then the White Sox have had one. They had theirs back in May, in the middle of May, May 16th. The Astros, the Cardinals, the Rockies, the Rays, Marlins, and Mariners. Nine walk-off wild pitches this year, which is kind of a lot if you think about it. And, well, you know, there the numbers are telling you. It, the last time there were nine in a season was 44 years ago. So it's been a very long time. And I wonder how much of it has to do with the, I know they're not using the spider tack anymore, um, but maybe in the earlier part of the regular season, there were a lot of pitchers that while they were getting a ton of spin on the baseball, that spin would a lot of times lead to wild pitches. It would, it would lead to the ball not going exactly where you want it to, to, to go because you're there, there's too much spin on it. I, I don't know if there's any correlation there with all the wild pitch walk-offs earlier in the year, but maybe it's just something to keep in mind. But the Padres, in winning that game last night, they have kept pace with the Reds. They have the exact same record of 68 and 57. So both of them right now are tied for the second wild card in the National League. Now, keep in mind, there is only going to be uh, the two wild cards in each division or in each league this year. There, there aren't the expanded playoffs. They're, they're not going to be the extra teams like there were last year. But right now, with the Padres and the Reds being tied, the Cardinals are behind them four and a half games back with the Philadelphia Phillies at five back. This is going to be a really fascinating race. In particular, I'm focusing on the two teams that are tied right now, the Padres and the Reds. I, I, I just don't think the Cardinals are going to do it, and I, I, I don't know about the Phillies. I think if either of those two teams were going to come back and take over that second wild card, it would likely be Philadelphia. They have maybe the easiest schedule the remainder of the way. And if it's not that, well, it, they would be either the easiest or the second easiest schedule uh, down the stretch here in the final month of the season. So maybe there's the opening, but five games is still kind of a lot when you're just over a month away from getting toward the end. But what if the Padres end up not making the playoffs? It, it's not like this would be totally unheard of. And they weren't the favorite. They weren't even the betting favorite going into the regular season. And even though the Dodgers um, had not led the division for, I don't, I don't know if they have led the division this year, maybe in the very first month of the season, San Francisco has led the division most of the way. The Dodgers were still the betting favorites to win that division for a long time. And they might actually be now still. Um, I haven't gone back to look at the odds. The Dodgers might still be the betting favorite a game and a half back in the National League West. But uh, the Padres, to just barely be hanging on to a wild card spot at this point of the year, I know weird stuff happens in baseball. It happens all the time. I'm a little surprised by that. I, I really thought that team, as good as they have been, and they've been really good, I kind of thought they would be there and not the Giants. San Francisco has blown up all of this. In case you're not aware, the Giants have, right now, the best record in baseball. 
it's remarkable. It, it's crazy what they've done. I would have probably picked them to finish third in this division. And I never would have thought they would have won the division. And they still have an excellent chance to do it. But again, there's a lot of baseball left to go and the Dodgers aren't too far behind. But for San Francisco to be 12 games up in the division over San Diego is astounding to me. I really, truly did not see that coming. And good for them. I I know this much. When the playoffs start, I'm not going to want to deal with any of those teams. I I, I wouldn't want to deal with the Padres, obviously. The Dodgers, they're the Dodgers. But the Giants are going to be one of those uh, tough outs. And I guess you could say that about any team in the postseason. But San Francisco in particular, I would want none of that mess. I do believe we're in for a really fascinating postseason. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. And one of the reasons it's going to be even more fun than usual is because of last year. And the fact it wasn't a full season. It was 60 games. It just didn't feel real. I know L.A. won. And they deserve to win. They've been one of the best teams in baseball for like eight years. Um, and that they earned it, but it just didn't feel right. It was a 60-game season, and nobody was in the ballparks for most of the year until they got to the playoffs. So I just don't, I don't expect that, well, once this postseason does begin, I'm pretty confident that we're going to look back on it and go, that was awesome. I, I know you can never really know ahead of time how good a postseason is going to be. But just with all these factors, everything is, well, in in terms of baseball and in terms of sports, back to normal-ish. I mean, we still do have the COVID protocols. There are still the guys going on the IL because of COVID. But there are people in the buildings. The, The product looks relatively normal. Certainly a lot more normal than it did last year. I am hoping... We get through all of the playoffs without having to worry about any sort of uh, like COVID delays or uh, people on the COVID list at the worst possible time. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Because if you're the Yankees, you don't want to be losing Anthony Rizzo for two weeks because he's on the COVID list. I mean, it probably won't happen now because he just had it, but you don't want that happening to anybody else. That would be unfortunate. But I do think this is going to be a fun postseason, and maybe more so than we've seen in a couple of years, just because the way everything went down last year was just so rotten. And it it sucked that it had to be that way. And I think we're in for a really good one this year. And especially for everybody in Chicago, well, at least the Sox fans, maybe not everybody, But there is a team that you're going to get to root for in the playoffs this year. Again, it's going to happen again, but this team is really good. Really good and hopefully getting healthier by the day. We'll tell you what that means precisely when we come back on Hit and Run. I'm Chris Ranji leading into the Cubs pregame show with Zach. That's coming up soon. You're listening to Hit and Run. I'm in for Spiegel on the score. I've not talked to him. And I mean, you know, we won a great game. 
I'm being honest and telling you that right. you know, what I, why I made the move and in the end, sending him that message uh, was, was a mistake. So you can take it and run with it and it's, it's uh, being honest and accountable. Um, if we'd have won the game, I'd have, still, I'd have felt like I sent you the wrong message. So. Tony LaRussa uh, talking about Craig Kimbrell pulling him from the game the other day, and Kimbrell didn't like it and was trying to work out of a jam that he had put himself into, and he was an out away from it, and uh, I, I think LaRussa felt bad about that, which I appreciate. I, I appreciate him kind of saying, look, I, I didn't want to send that message that we don't believe in you, and that won't happen again. So uh, at any rate, I am not too worried about Craig Kimbrell for the White Sox bullpen as they get closer to the postseason. couple of text messages coming in. And by the way, text the show. Uh, the text zone brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at RosenHyundai.com. And uh, this text from a 779. Yeah, it's a shame Bryant spoke out against the disrespectful, classless actions of a bunch of petulant jackasses who embarrass themselves and the game. Anyone who likes that crap is a classless clown. Good for Chris. That's from Todd. Well, Todd, um, I appreciate opinions, even differing ones. I hate to inform you, your opinion is terribly wrong. And it is a bad opinion, and you should not share it with anybody ever again. There's nothing classless about having fun on a baseball field. It's a game. Sorry, Todd. Thank you for the text, but it was bad and wrong. Don't have those thoughts anymore. Try different ones. I like good thoughts. So if you wouldn't mind next time, only good thoughts and only good opinions. Thank you. Another texter. uh, Good afternoon, Chris. I'm glad you made it back from the Field of Dreams game. You know what? Don't you do that to me. We are not talking about the Field of Dreams game anymore. Not talking about it. Yeah, so what? I left early. Big deal. Leave me alone. I didn't know all that was going to happen. They were winning 7-4. to four. I didn't know all that ninth inning stuff was going to happen. Jerks. Benjamin in Elmhurst is a jerk for texting in that. you got to be kidding me. Field of Dreams game. I didn't know that was going to happen. <sighs> That's what I get for trying to be a responsible individual. That's what I get. I was trying to be responsible, trying to get home at a reasonable hour so that I could prepare myself for work the next day. I, I didn't want to get into Chicago at 5 in the morning. I didn't want that. So I'm, I was thinking ahead. I'll leave in the 6th. I'll catch most of the game. I'll take in the sights. Sox are winning by 3. We're good to go. I didn't know all of that was going to happen. Dang it. Text from a 708. Obviously, you never played the game nor got drilled after acting like a jackass. Todd is 100% correct. Nope, Todd is not. He is 100% incorrect. And drilling somebody because you couldn't get them out 
makes you a bad player. And it makes you a huge baby. Oh, I couldn't get this guy out? Well, I better plunk somebody with the next pitch. Get him out next time. It's weak. If you can't get somebody out and your response is to drill somebody, that's on you, son. And it makes you weak. It makes you, as the people say, a snowflake. You're a snowflake. You can't get somebody out and you respond by hitting somebody with a pitch. Don't be a snowflake. Get them out next time. You don't like a bat flip? Get them out. Don't come at me with that crybaby crap because you can't get somebody out. Let's take a phone call before we say goodbye. Tom is in Schaumburg. Hello, Tom. Hello. I'd like to discuss that closers should be changed for the White Sox. I mean, interchange. Kimbrough in the ninth and Hemrick's the setup man. Because I feel that Hemrick's has blown more saves than Kimbrough. I'll, I'll listen for your answer. Okay. I appreciate the phone call, Tom. Uh, thanks for texting in. Or calling in, sorry. Um, all right. So I don't think they should make a change. I don't think there's a reason to make a change right now. It's not like the situation is so dire and Hendricks is constantly giving up uh, the end of the game and so they have to make a call. I don't think so. Until it becomes a problem, you don't create a problem. So I don't think there's an issue. Leave it as it is right now. The, The only way I would even consider something like that is if I thought that maybe Kimbrell is not embracing an eighth-inning role and maybe just isn't quite as sharp in the eighth-inning because some guys need to have the ninth-inning mentally to feel like they are dialed in. It just, look, it, it happens. It's weird. You would think that if you're a good pitcher, if you're a closer, you should be able to close an eighth inning too. You should be able to pitch in a seventh inning. And it doesn't always work that way. Some guys just, they have to have the ninth. They have to know it's the final three outs. They have to know that stuff in order to be fired up enough to get those three outs. It's it's weird, but I think it happens. So if the Sox felt like at some point maybe it just work, wasn't working with Kimbrell in the eighth inning, maybe you make that call because maybe Hendricks would be... A, a, just as good if he was in the eighth inning as he is in the ninth. But by and large, there's no real reason right now for them to make a change there because everything is working out fine. There, there's no reason for that. I appreciate it, though. 312-644-6767. Um, <laughs> uh, the, I mean, people have uh, opinions on, on the throwing at hitter. It is never okay to throw at a hitter. It just isn't because you can't get a dude out. You don't get to throw at somebody. Get them out. Get them out. Right? Just get them out. I don't know. I to me, I cannot get down with that idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a ball at your head because you hit a home run off me and you stared at it. So what? Grow up, you big baby. Get them out next time. And I, it's unfortunate that uh, one of the uh, 
more vocal pitching advocates or pitcher advocates for hitters is the Trevor Bauer alleged scumbag. But he's one of those dudes who said it this year. Hey, if, look, it, it's, it goes both ways. If I can fist pump after I get a big strikeout, you're allowed to flip the bat if you hit a bomb off me. Celebrate it. Go ahead. Like, we have to be comfortable with it, with it both ways. I'm glad that's becoming more of a prevailing thought. Again, it's unfortunate that alleged scumbag uh, Trevor Bauer was the most vocal about it. But I think it's becoming more and more accepted, and the game is better. The game is better because of it. And I like it, and I'm okay with it, and I don't think that makes me or anybody else classless. I might be classless because I will sit outside with no underpants on. Uh, That's not true. That was a joke. I don't really do that. Uh, But it doesn't make you classless to like watching players celebrate big moments and celebrate doing fun stuff on the field. That doesn't make you classless. It's entertaining. This is the sooner you realize, and maybe you're an older fan and you're just not used to this kind of thing yet. The sooner you realize that this is a game and while it's a job, it is also a game and it's supposed to be fun and the entire point of every professional sport is to entertain me and to entertain you and to put on a show. Baseball, football, basketball, they're all shows. Live shows, television shows, it's a show. And the sooner you realize that These guys are playing a game and trying to put on a show for you and for me. The sooner you realize all that stuff is perfectly fine. The bat flips and the pimping and the fist pumps and all of that stuff. It's great. It's just, it's part of the show. This is a show. Enjoy the show of baseball. Enjoy the show of Tim Anderson pimping a home run because it's awesome. And I love it. And I love that guy. And I love John in South Bend who's with us on the score. Hello, John. Okay, John is not with us on the score. I don't know what happened yeah, to I'm John. Yeah, I'm here. Hello, John. What's up? Oh, how you doing? I'm good, buddy. All right. Yeah, I'm from South Bend, Indiana, home of the Fighting yes, Irish. Yes, sir. And I agree with you as far as the pitching aspect. You don't have to hit a guy, just, you know, strike him out. I agree. My question for you is, here comes an airplane. Who has more talent and more bench? The White Sox, the Yankees, or the Dodgers? Because I think the White Sox are going to the World Series. Okay, that's a very good question. I think all the benches on all the teams are are pretty strong. Um, and John, thank you for the phone call. I, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to, I need to go back and go through numbers of all the bench players which is not something i have done what i can tell you though is i think the Sox are pretty well set up with guys they can count on off the bench there are weaker teams out there um and the bench will matter when they get to the world series as you mentioned because uh, if they (laughs) i shouldn't have said when 
if they get to the World Series because they're going to have to play in a National League ballpark. But that's just not the kind of thing I'm I'm all that worried about right now because I think they are they'll they'll be just as well set up and maybe the Dodgers they they probably have a, a a better bench in terms of the roster but the Sox are in good shape too and you really only have to worry about a best of 7 series you know I would be more concerned maybe if you're playing the Dodgers every day for a month and you'd have to you know you'd have to outlast them that way but it isn't that way it's it's a best of 7 so I am perfectly okay with that I want to thank our guests, Steve Stone and Jared Willis. want to thank our producer for the afternoon, Brandon Fryer, for doing a fantastic job for us. Baseball is coming up here on the score. It is the Cubs. It is the Royals. It is the finale of the series. The uh, starting matchup for today, Alec Mills is pitching against Carlos Hernandez in the finale of the series at Wrigley Field. And hopefully the weather will cooperate and there will be no... uh, weather delays or lightning delays and nobody will get struck by lightning and nobody will lose a no hitter and Mike Matheny doesn't have to be upset don't let any of that happen but do enjoy your Sunday we will talk to you soon I'm Chris Ranji Matt Spiegel is back next week on hit and run on the score T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.